Wednesday, Tetzavish, 136, we were discussing yesterday the, how the Yitzhahara blinded a person, blinded men, to look at wood and stones as gods, which is obviously ridiculous. But he says that there's going to come a time when men will look back at the madness of evolution and will wonder how a human being could, sum up with, could come up with such a fairy tale on the development of mankind from some sort of uh, algae, some sort of creature. And there are many, many distortions that people are constantly tested by and not able to recognize the simple truth. The concept of man having Bechira. The psychologists explain as the effects of neuropsychological compulsion, which is a myth. Because they say a person doesn't have a decision. That's basically their point, which they use. And they are no, they're not any better than the Greeks were of their Mishigasin. And just like the, the people that lived in these countries worshipped all different kinds of gods, so to the theory of evolution and the people that are devoted to it today. When people read what the Greeks did with all their different kinds of gods and all their misdeeds that the gods did, he says you could be amazed by the childish stupidity of a nation which seemed to be so brilliant in all other manners. I mean, you look today, you don't have to go, I guess he lived, because this book was written a while back. What did we say? How many years ago was it written? 1962? Yeah. Uh, 1962. That's a long time ago. No? How old are you, 10 or then? 1962, that's when it was written. So that's a, that was the... I mean, today you could talk about all the silliness that the American people are busy with. All Narishkeit. He said, <clears throat> the most important decision that a person has to make is their Rebbein And therefore the Yitzhah works very hard to create a Chayshech. He says that's why the world went from one Chayshech to the other. Astrology, uh, Islam, Evolution, materialism, he said, all different kinds of darknesses which even enveloped Klal Yisrael. For example, Hellenism, that's uh, Misyavnim, Stukim, Karoim, Shabzai Tzvi, Reform, Haskalah, Assimilation, Nationalism, that's, I'm assuming, Tzyanim, uh, I'm going to guess, Yiddishism, I don't even know what that is. What was Yiddishism? That was Yiddishism? It's called Yiddishism? Maybe. What? What is it? And that's it. I'm saying, but they focused, they created a, a religion of Yiddishism? Interesting. Okay. 
and conservatism. So the kids are all these mistakes were the Yitzhahara. Now, why does the Yitzhahara always have to change his policy? No, Yiddishism. Yiddishism. He says, the reason why you have to... Huh? <laughs> so... So why, did, why does Yitzhar have to keep changing? Because a person has Bechira, and his Bechira eventually is going to overcome his mistake. And then the next generation is not going to be able to be fooled anymore, because we already figured out the mistake. The Gemara says in Kedushan, the Yitzhar is mischadish every single day. So since we overcame the false narratives that existed before, so therefore we have to keep creating new ones. All different kinds of illusions and deceptions continue to come and go to keep a person constantly engaged in the battle of the hero. And that's why the Psukim keeps saying that Kalayusol served new Avaidazars. It was the newness and the novelty of these Avaidazars that caught them. Because they hadn't had the opportunity to look at them and see that it's emptiness. And the fact that the the fact that the Shemrainim, uh, who from the times of the Tanakh were malicious and deceitful, and today they're known as good Samaritans. We discussed this once. When you want a guy is a good person, you call him a good Samaritan. The Samaritans were disgusting, horrible people. But from the Goyim's perspective, they were good. And Klal Yisrael is looked down upon. The most peace-loving nation who never did violence are proclaimed as an enemy and they constantly killed them. And again, this is part of the Yitzhahara. This is the way the Benishlam set it up that it turns light into darkness. And it's been going on since Lavan accused Yaakov of being not Erlich. He accused Yaakov of doing something not proper, and he himself was a Ganev. He said the Aishas Petifar accused Yasef of doing something not proper. Right? She herself did it. He says throughout the generations, that's what Klaisod experienced, Goyim that did things made fun of the Yudin for the same things that the Goyim had. He's, they, the, the Greeks said that the reason why Kalal were expelled from Mitzrayim was because of leprosy. And obviously by Kalal Yisrael, was so isolated more than any other nation. But to think that Kalal had leprosy and that's why they were thrown out of Mitzrayim is obviously silly. He said... The Goyim killed killed Klal Yisrael because of the accusation that Yidden used human blood, despite the fact that Klal Yisrael don't have anything to do with blood more than any other nation in the world. But that's not that's just a side point. The main concern that we have is the effect that it has on the Yidden, like he's going to explain. But the Matthias is that throughout history there were always people. There were constantly changes of attacking Klal Yisrael, constantly new Avay desires, 
constantly Nunes Yainis. And the reason why it had to be like that is in order to enable us to utilize our free will. Because once we overcome the Yitzhahara, there's no more free will. So the Yitzhahara has to be mischadish every generation to create Nunes Yainis that we have to contend with and then we're able to utilize our power of Bechir.